0: You bet they are. Doug and Jess just moments away. We'll take the 10th caller now to win an amazing $25 gift certificate from Sorgles at 412-922-1020. Here they are, both from the Tribune Review and Doug, of course, dot EverybodyGardens.com. We would love to hear from you as well. All of your questions are welcome at 866 9, 1, 10, 20. Doug, Jessica, good good morning.
1: Good morning. I'm Doug Oster from Everybody Gardens and the Tribune Review.
2: And I'm horticulturist Jessica Wallace. And
1: I was out at Janosky's to make my annual poinsettia video. And oh boy, did I have fun. I brought you a, a dried cayenne pepper. Uh, Steve Janosky works in the back. He starts seeds and stuff, but he's got all sorts of cool stuff he's doing. They're drying peppers there. So they've got. There's something about that. You'll see, you know, like cayenne, it's not super hot but because it's dried it's kind of like a fruity mm-hmm. the te- the texture of the uh, skin it's really cool and i got all sorts of you know i have to sneak in there if i don't patty janoski will just give me everything fills up your
2: car when you're yeah not yeah yeah
1: so i snuck in early and i got all my produce and i sw- swear that <laughs> I was guessing how much it was gonna be. It was like half of what I thought it was gonna be. Oh, and I got wow. Brussels sprouts on the stem.
2: Oh, love that. And you know,
1: I was sending uh, the woman that I work with to do the videos. I'm like, when you go over there, get the Brussels sprouts on the stem. She's like, I've never seen that before. And fresh beets, radishes, seriously, the size of a of a beet. And you know, these huge the radishes. fall radish, yeah. yeah. Nice. And uh, it was just it was just nice to get fresh produce. Went back, they have a high tunnel. At about forty-five degrees, and it's just like rows and rows of, you know, kale and uh, lettuce and spinach. And how awesome
2: and, to have locally grown! Oh yeah, this time of year, and like you can't get any fresher than that, right? Unless it's your own garden, and not many people have the ability to grow this year, this time of year. Yeah, you know? yeah, yeah,
1: yeah. So I had a ball, had a ball. I had a ball. Hey. And having...
2: how were the poinsettias? I'm sure gorgeous. Oh,
1: unbelievable! You know, I've I just. I've absolutely fallen in love with that Prinsettia series. You know, mm-hmm. smaller, more compact. Uh, originally introduced as a bedding plant, if you can believe that—that's they were trying to when they first came out with those. Thought, oh, we'll make it a bedding plant. Well, that, mm-hmm. that didn't fly. Well, they do
2: bedding plants as in Florida this time of year; they'll have them out, but not so much up here in the middle of summer because uh, they're not going to be colored, right?
1: Well, uh, the Prinsettia, it keeps its color okay really well. Okay. Like I still have one on the. Uh, window sill from last year that still has a little color no on it. No kidding! So, it's, wow. Yeah, it's a, it just the reason I love them is because they last so long in the windowsill. Mm-hmm. And you know, if you go to Phipps, you'll see they they did an entire room with them, the, the pure white ones to simulate snow. Uh, Ooh, I bet that's beautiful. Yeah, it's really nice. You know, that that Phipps uh, winter show is really nice, and I I just love the uh, the outdoor.
2: The, the lights at,
1: at night. They've added a bunch of stuff there in the Discovery Garden, okay. the Children's Garden. They've added some stuff in there, and I can remember taking a young kid there and just because it's it's weird. It's like natural shapes. It's not your traditional Christmas lights. You know, it's it's really cool. I love it.
2: Yeah, I do too. And I think you can get timed tickets now. You have to, to go get timed to see tickets. the show so that you know you won't have to wait in a huge long line, and you know it won't be super, like just super crowded if you get time tickets if you're gonna way go to this it. is
1: the way i like to do it if you can swing it get off work early on a weekday go around three o'clock do the show in the daylight as it gets darker walk through the thing again and then go outside at five when everything gets dark smart. yeah that's the way to do it yeah
2: smart uh, the insider tip there
1: well that's just from that's <laughs> actually from the fi- from f- figuring out how to film it i was like oh, yeah. one time i went i light. went well we'll just go you know, at five o'clock we'll film the whole thing. Well, it didn't work out yeah. too well because the light inside yeah. is completely different than the you know. So yeah, sure. go around three o'clock and
2: yeah, that's too funny.
1: <laughs> it's so too busy. Funny.
2: Yeah, I'm uh, sure. And they and they. Uh...
1: It's the busiest show, and it, it because of for some reason. It's become busier and busier and busier. I may. I think it's the winter light garden, that outdoor space. Mm-hmm. It's just become. It's such a great place popular. for to take a family to. Oh, yeah. You
2: get your kids there. They get you get beautiful family pictures. A lot of times you'll see families dressed up and somebody there taking their picture in front of the plants. And it's just a just a great place to take your family.
1: Well, speaking of Christmas pictures, the gardening Santa will be at Han Nursery today from one to four. Families, kids, pets—they're all welcome. It's absolutely free. A very relaxed atmosphere. Santa takes his time. If there's a kid that might be a little afraid of Santa, we just let him walk around, and then Santa waves at him, and eventually bring him back and get a nice picture. You can ha- get any kind of picture you want. Uh, pets have become really popular. It's, I really, or Santa really loves the the dogs and cats and all sorts of crazy other stuff that comes. So today, one to four. Han and there's also some free treats there too for you.
2: That's good. Free treats always count. <laughs> uh,
1: so you growing anything inside? You got your house plants. Right? I
2: am. I do have my house plants, but you know what? I'm. Uh, I just wrote an article recently for my website, Savvy Gardening, on growing microgreens, and in particular broccoli microgreens. But you can grow all sorts of plants as microgreens. and Like what?
1: Give me a list because I, I'm oh doing it. I just want you to give them a list.
2: Arugula, basil, amaranth, uh, kale, broccoli, brussels sprouts. Radish. Radish. Radish is my favorite. Yeah, any little tiny member of the um, that kind of broccoli family works really well. A lot of the herbs work really well. But what's what I loved about being able to write this article was I got to research growing on all of these different growing mediums. So rather than soil, which is hard to do inside just because it makes a mess. Now, almost everybody grows their uh, microgreens on these mats, on the grow mats. There's hemp ones, there's wood fiber ones, there's paper mats you can grow on. Um, There's uh, all these different types of uh, like uh, wool fibers, and you buy the mats and they're already cut to fit exactly the size that goes into a flat and you soak them in water, and then you spread the seeds on top of them. And there's no soil. There's no mess. And it's just such a great, easy way to grow microgreens.
1: I have this little microgreen grower, and mm-hmm. it uses soil. But I like it because it is—it's all inclusive, it's
2: contained. Yep. everything's
1: there. It doesn't make a mess. And boy, I'll tell you, those microgreens—it's something for the winter. Mm-hmm. They're just—they're just awesome. And like you get a. Uh, last year, I, w- I went. to a nursery and they had expired seeds. So I was like, "I'll take all, you know, take all those because <laughs> yeah. they were selling them cheap." Well, you and- can
2: buy microgreen seeds because they don't. They're not like bred to produce a big broccoli head or something like that. Like they can sort of be almost the the rejects of breeding programs, right? Because you're just harvesting them right after they sprout. So you can buy like a big bag of them for super cheap. Yep, yep. super cheap.
1: And it's just, it's fun, fun to have something going. I have two of those little micro green growers that I do and they fit the windowsill perfectly and, you know, I'll get one going and it'll just, it's just amazing how much you can harvest out of this. This this little thing is only about, you know, 18 inches wide by three or four inches. So Mm -hmm. it's amazing what you can get out of there.
0: All right, 866-391-1020. All of our lines are open for Doug and Jess. Next hour, it's Holiday Appetizers. Joe and Frank Dentisi, Heffron Tillotson, Your Money and You, coming up after that. Congratulations to Jackie from Mars, winner of that gift certificate from Sorgals So if you want to talk to Doug and Jess, I highly urge you to call now because all of our lines are available. So we'll get you on the air ASAP. That number, 866-391-1020.
1: So gifts for gardeners, what are you thinking?
2: Well, I think since we were talking about it before the break, one of those micro green growers, that would be a pretty cool gift to get a gardener. I got to say, uh, lately there, I've been seeing these tabletop grow lights. And I know that so many people out there don't start their own seeds because they don't have a lighting system and they don't want to invest in a big lighting system. But these cool new little LED tabletop they have gooseneck ones they have ones that are like a have a rack that you can fit a flat underneath you know if you have someone who's interested in either growing microgreens or starting seeds it, it's an inexpensive gift great i've got option. some
1: um readers on facebook that uh, are always telling about how they grow their during the winter grow mm-hmm. lettuce and stuff there uh we saw you and i saw an ad right where were we was that here we saw an uh-huh. ad where it it was like there was more produce in this oh, little thing that yes. you could possibly it, it's not going to be like that.
2: <laughs> yeah. No, it isn't. Those little hydroponic growers, yeah. I mean, it was like yeah, a yeah, little yeah. tabletop, I forget what they're called, but they do there's a brand of them that has ads it out everywhere, but they're little t- but they are they do work and they're useful, but you're not going to be able to have big full-grown tomatoes and stuff in there unless you certainly have the right kind <laughs> of setup and all that stuff, but just for some fresh herbs uh, for some greens, I mean, you can certainly grow lettuce and things like that in there. That's just a, it's a really good option.
1: I put together this collection of seeds, the Save the Planet collection at Everybody Gardens, and it's just all some of our favorite pollinator plants. Some milkweed in there, some uh, Mexican sunflowers, zinnias. You know, it's like 10 packets of seeds for like 11 bucks or something. I, I love giving seeds as a gift To people, you know, especially, you know, something weird and different. If you save your own seeds, I like to save seeds and, you know, something like a a weird seed. To somebody who will start seeds, Mm -hmm. you know, either that or most of those ones in that collection are uh, direct. Mm So, you know, make it easy for people. Uh, Always, you know, we're always saying you can always use another pair of pruners. But make sure they're good pruners. Yeah. You know, Falco makes great pruners. Uh, I like these. I use these little dram pruners are called color points. And I like the colorful handles and I like the way that it opens and closes. I hate when a, uh, a pruner gets stuck at either position, Mm -hmm. closed or open when you're working. Mm -hmm. What else?
2: That's, that's all. I, I, I'm all for like things like a wide brimmed hat. Um, certainly gardeners spend their fair share of time out in the sun and having a wide brimmed hat that covers the back of your neck, especially for men, I think is really, um, important. To have that. And uh, they have so many now that are in like a lightweight, breathable fabric. So you're not sweating through that. It also helps for me. They help with like, you know, the little gnats and no seums that like to fly around your head all day. If you're out in the garden working and you have a wide-brim hat on, they're not in your face. They're up at the top of your head. And then you don't have to worry quite so much about them. So that's a good one,
0: I yeah, think. Yeah,
1: I'm trying to think what else. I'm sure you've written about gifts for gardeners. I just wrote gifts for gardeners. I can't remember what else I had in there.
2: I also think... Uh, although uh, this could be for any outdoors person, it doesn't necessarily have to be for gardeners, but uh, with all the issues we're having with ticks lately, I think uh, getting them uh, like an all-natural repellent based on oil of lemon eucalyptus, that's the only natural repellent, insect repellent for both mosquitoes and ticks that's recommended by the CDC uh, as an alternative to DEET. And oil of lemon eucalyptus is only in a few products and they can be a little bit hard to find, but you can find them online. So getting the gardener in your life or the fisherman or the outdoor person in your life. I need
1: to get that because somebody yeah. gave me some like natural.
2: And it didn't work. No. Yeah. Most no. of them don't work, but the oil of lemon euc- like eucalyptus products do. Um, and just stocking up on that kind of stuff just for protection for that person, even if they're just spraying it on their clothes, you know, around the ankle of your pants to keep the, the ticks away. I, I think this, I suspect the ticks are going to be, continue to be really problematic um, for many years to come.
1: One thing I've been using for like 30 years is, it's called an AccuSharp sharpener. Mm-hmm. And it's cheap, it works, you know, you wouldn't real. I don't know if you'd realize that like, you know, your shovel, your trowel, anything that's single- Sided like that, you can sharpen. The only thing you can't sharpen with that AccuSharp is a bypass pruner uh, that you need a a file for. But anything that has like a, like a hoe, a shovel, something like that, trowel, it makes your garden job so much easier and it makes the tools last longer when they're sharp.
2: And that AccuSharp, you know, they're not expensive Mm-mm. at all and they're super easy to use. I always thought you had to sharpen your tools like a honing stone and get it wet and learn how to do all that. But really that AccuSharp makes it really, really easy. The way the the stones are angled inside of it, you just swipe it along the edge of the blade and that's that.
1: And your mother's favorite gift, a gift certificate.
2: <laughs> yes. I know it's lovely to give somebody a box to open and all that stuff, but you can wrap a gift card in a big, beautiful box.
1: Right? I'd love a gift certificate, you know, because then you can use it for yeah. what you want to use it for. Yep. You know, at your yep. local at your local nursery uh you know a seed company whatever it might be to to get what you want to get you know people are well-meaning but they sometimes don't know exactly what you know they just see seeds and they're like how about these
2: right well but here's the thing if you're like gardener to gardener and you really listen to that person talking about their gardening what over the years and over you know like you talking about hauling those pots in every year. Uh-huh. I thought he needs a hand truck, right? <laughs> you, me hauling about, you got me a pot lifter, like those kinds of things. Cause, cause you just kind of have to listen, you know, and, and hear what people are looking for. I
1: like for. doing the art of listening without listening,
2: which is where you go, uh huh. Uh huh. No, you're just like looking the other
1: way, but you're intensely listening, like, what, what did she say? You know? <laughs> Pretending not (laughs) to listen. Oh, I get
2: you. I get you. And I think a wonderful gift as well is is a houseplant. Um, As long as you know the growing conditions that that person has in their house uh, and how much effort they're willing to put into their houseplant. Um, I have an article coming up in the Trib in the next couple of weeks about uh, one of my favorite houseplants called the Fairy Washboard, which I absolutely love. It's just a small little low-maintenance easy care house plant. It does require a good amount of sun, but it's one of my favorites and I think it's a little wonderful hostess gift to take to somebody. Um just a little four inch potted plant. And just let the person know that there's no guilt if it doesn't survive because everybody <laughs> kills houseplants from time to time. Uh, but something really low-maintenance, even like a like a good old-fashioned spider plant, right? It's can, hard to kill a spider plant. You can plant.
1: find them at nurseries. You know, there's one that I like, the mother-in-law's tongue, but mm-hmm. there's a Sansevieria called cylindrica that I really like. And sometimes mm-hmm. they braid them together. And I saw those at, uh, at Han Nursery, actually. But I, you see them all over at the greenhouses.
0: All right, listen, we're going to come back. Forget that Janoski's gift certificate to give away. It's the second day of their Christmas open house. If you're thinking of heading out to the farm, that would be a good idea today. And we're ready to take more phone calls. So get on the lines and join us at 866-391-1020. Rock Press Sunday continues after Melinda checks the news at the bottom of the hour. And it's more of Doug and Jess, the Organic Gardeners on KDK Radio. All right, listen, we're going to take the 10th caller right now. It's the second day of their Christmas open house and tremendous day at Janoski's. So if you are the 10th caller, just think what you're going to be getting in the mail shortly that you'll be able to use a $25 gift certificate. Got to be the 10th caller at 412-922-1020. Come see me or come see the gardening Santa
1: today at Hot Nursery from 1 to 4. Kids, pets, families. A very relaxed atmosphere. We have a lot of fun.
0: And I hope we have a chance to see a lot of social media pictures later today. Oh, there'll be pictures. All right, good. All right, listen, here's what we're going to do right now. We're going to give you a chance to talk to these two about gift ideas, picking the right Christmas tree, what you need as far as getting ready for next year. And all you have to do is call us, okay? And we've got lines available. So if you have a gardening question, whatever it may be, now would be the time to... Get that index finger going and dial the number, 866-391-1020, 866-391-1020. First up is Butler, and here's Susan. Hey, Susan, good morning. Welcome to KDK Radio.
3: Good morning.
0: Good morning.
3: Um, I, have, I have a question. Um, how do you get started with these microgreens? <coughs> Excuse me. Where do you buy them? Um, just the whole you know thing. I, I, I've had them before, and I really like them.
1: Yeah. So the seeds, the seeds don't have to be anything special when you're growing in soil or on one of these mats. Uh, technically, when you do it in water, you have to have we sprouting seeds. to be sanitized. Seeds. To yes, stop sprouting yes. seeds. But when right. growing in soil or on the mat, any seed would work. You know, that, like I bought some. Uh, I'm really into the radishes. Jessica turned me on to sunflowers. Doing sunflowers that way, so just. You know, any nursery, garden center will have the seeds.
2: Mm-hmm. And then you'll need um, some a little bit of equipment for them uh, to grow them. And a- actually, do you have access to the Internet? Uh-huh. Okay, so if you go to uh, my website, which is SavvyGardening, S-A-V-V-Y, Gardening.com, the very first article is one I just did this week on growing microgreens, and it talks about six different ways that you can grow them uh, grow Sprouts and Microgreens, uh, I- including uh, links to purchase the mats and things like that are included in that article. So you'll basically need a tray without holes in the bottom mm. to, uh, you know, to hold the microgreens as they grow. And you can even use like uh, like a container that you used, you know, you got a uh, rotisserie mm-hmm. chicken in or one that uh-huh. you use it for a takeout salad or something like that and you can buy the mats to fit in the bottom of those or you can buy a nursery flat with no holes in it you buy the mat you buy the seeds and soak the seeds soak the mat and and plant them on top it's actually super it's it's surprisingly simple yeah, to do yeah and i'm
1: i'm growing mine in just your you know when they get that microgreen grower it comes with like a little peat pellet and okay. but you know that last for a couple times i'm just using my standard planting mix that i use for starting seeds and it doesn't have you don't have to oh, use yeah. a lot of it because you're only supporting that plant until it gets about two three inches tall so you don't need a lot of it uh-huh. and you just want to get them sprouted and growing and then i just snip them off and man they are tasty they
3: are yep. and good for you too yep. highly nutritious oh yeah now, once you clip them off, do they just keep growing, or you have to put more seed in? Them?
2: You have to pl- replant. So, with microgreens, what you're what you're doing is you're harvesting the young shoot system of the plant. So it's peas, not like
1: peas would be good. Mm-hmm,
2: it's not like it's an established plant that if you prune it off, it's going to grow again. This is it. It's mm-hmm. a single harvest from each sowing of those seeds, and then you want to do again. The night, the part that I like so much about the grow mats is that you can reuse them over and over and over again, and you don't need to fertilize microgreens because everything. That, that plant needs to start growing is contained in the seed. All of the food is already in there. So you don't mm-hmm. need to fertilize microgreens. You mm-hmm. let them grow, you can clean off the mat and then reuse it again. Okay, so
3: sprouts and microgreens are the same thing?
2: They're not actually. Sprouts and microgreens are, greens are very different. With a sprout, you're, as soon as the seed sprouts uh, and begins to, to grow, those you actually can start in a jar so you're not, uh, and again, there's instructions on SavvyGardening.com. But you, you, you're harvesting. You're eating with a sprout. You're eating the root system, the seed, and the sh- and the beginning of the shoot system. With a microgreen, all you're eating is the shoot system. Yeah, so they are two different things. The tops. Yep. <coughs> yeah,
3: that's the ones I want. Now, do I have to have a grow light or anything?
2: You don't. You could. You get sort of greener growth, faster growth with growth with a grow light. But you could certainly have them in like a, a a southern exposure, or even even a an eastern or western exposure would work. Southern exposure would be best, but I'd keep them out of like direct intense sunlight because they could burn but a nice bright uh-huh. sunny window sill like that and turn the f- turn the flat or the container uh, a half turn or a quarter turn every day to keep them from bending towards the light yeah
1: that's how i do mine just on the window sill, no additional lighting
2: <coughs> oh okay all
3: right all righty. Well, thank right. you very much. Good I luck. Really Have fun.
0: We'd that. like to hear like to hear back uh, if you if you do it and how how you enjoyed it. Hey, congratulations to Debbie from Cecil, winner of that gift certificate from Janoski's. Here's Dorothy on the South Side for Doug and Jess on KDKA Radio's Organic Gardeners. Good morning, Dorothy.
3: Good morning. I was trying to listen about the microgreen. Does that come in different sizes? Uh, you mean like
2: the the growing trays?
3: Yeah. Clear to me. Okay. I, mean, I heard part of it, but then I had to go out and get telephones, so I missed some of it.
1: <laughs> so there's different ways to do it. Uh, the way that I do it is is in a uh, a commercially made thing called a micro green grower. Uh, you can you can you can find them at a nursery or online, and then it's just a little container. In my case, it just has a little bit of soil in it. You just put the seeds in, they sprout, and you harvest them. Jessica has another way to do it, which sounds very interesting to me.
2: Yeah, so you can grow them. You can grow them in little tiny portions. Uh, if it's just you living in your house and you only want a few microgreens every day to put in your salad or on your sandwich or something. Um, then you can just use a little container. You could use, as I mentioned, like a, you know, you buy a rotisserie chicken or you buy a salad. That is a a great idea.
1: That is a great idea.
2: And you get that kind of plastic container. You can just grow your microgreens in that and just do a little tiny single portion of them. Um, Or you can do like a big size nursery flat or multiple nursery flats if you're growing a lot of them.
1: You're just basically putting some seeds in.
2: Really thickly. Yep,
1: real thick. And then as soon as they sprout, maybe get a couple days into their growth you just snip them and use them however you'd like to eat them you know throw them in a salad or or just eat them on top of a sandwich however it might be
0: all right thank you for the call 866-391-1020 866-391-1020 from the
1: doug oster instant uh talk line our friend steve (laughs) repasky texted me said native bee mason houses good for great good gifts for gardeners that's a good idea that is a great idea steve's our bee expert he is from bee control it's that time time for mrs know-it-all that's denise schreiber our horticulturalist gardener and garden goddess good morning denise how are you Uh,
3: good morning so talking about christmas my favorite holiday and um
1: how many christmas trees do you have in your house
3: And one, two, three, four, five, six, six, in varying sizes.
1: Oh, we've asked varying sizes, of course.
3: (laughs) (laughs) But on my Mrs. Know-It-All page, I actually did a series of gifts for gardeners. And so I have some of our favorite companies, Dram, with that swivel hose um, nozzle that I just adore. It makes working with hoses so much easier. And the nest planter from um, Crescent Planters, which is great for people who live in apartments or can't be bending over. Um, Our friend Tony Gattoni's book of the Lifelong Gardener and how to adjust when you have physical issues or you live in a small area. And the one thing I always try to make sure people know that even if you don't get somebody a physical gift, Helping them out in the garden, you know, there's nothing like, you know, helping somebody spread mulch, you know, haul a load of compost up to the garden, you know, help pick up, you know, twigs and that sort. That's a real a gift of your time is probably more important than it is any physical gift you can get.
2: That is a, a wonderful idea. idea, and I, I love that idea. And I, you could even make somebody like a coupon book you know, this coupon good for one free hour of weeding, this coupon good for one free hours of, you know, canning help or whatever, that person then could sort of cash in. It won't cost you any money. But, boy, Mm -hmm. that's time spent together and, and help that everybody can always use. It's a great idea.
0: Here's Natalie in East Pittsburgh on the Organic Gardeners on KDK Radio. Good morning, Natalie.
3: Good morning. I have a bamboo plant, and it's about two feet high now. And I have been growing it in water with rocks. Do I replant it now in dirt?
2: Gotcha. Yep. So that's actually what they call lucky bamboo, which is not technically a bamboo at all. It's a a type of dracaena. Um, And it's cool because it does grow roots in water like that. And it will actually survive for years just growing in water. Most plants will not, uh, but that particular plant will. So you don't have to pot it up into soil if you don't want to. You can just continue to grow it in that water. Just make sure that you change the water and clean out the uh, vase every now and then, clean off the rocks every now and then. Uh, If you wanted to pot it up, and grow it as a house plant. You certainly can. Uh, if that, if you do that, what tends to happen is the side buds tend to produce greens, and it suddenly gets a lot leafier than what it is growing in water. So you, you might change the form and growth habit of the plant. I
1: find that after several years, I could use just a little bit of organic liquid fertilizer added in that water to because they, they'll. I see them at work all the time, and mm-hmm. they start to turn, you know, yellowish mm-hmm. and brown, and they start to get tired and. That seems to help them. I use that grow from Espoma, and, Uh I have a friend at work that has one, and that brought that one back. You
2: don't find that makes algae grow in the water?
1: I've never seen that. Okay. So, And it's not a lot. It's just like, it's half, like a half, half strength and not very often. Just okay. a little bit, you know, and this is after they've, they've got old.
3: Uh, well in this, uh, I have to put more water because it's getting to bacon where the container it's in now.
2: Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. So you could either choose a bigger vase or go ahead and pot it up and then kind of grow it as a houseplant from there. Okay, well, thank you. Well, you're welcome.
1: Well, join me today at Han, or I keep saying me. (laughs) (laughs) Join the gardening Santa at Han today from 1 to 4. Kids, pets, and families—we have a lot of fun.
2: I hope someone brings you like a big, giant bearded dragon or something. like <laughs> yeah. that. and kimono then you'll have dra- to pass that thing to Santa, dragon. and Santa yeah. will be like, "I'm not touching that <laughs> <The> <laughs> komodo dragon." I think those are probably pretty, pretty illegal for somebody. Well, oh, a know.
1: constrictor.
2: <laughs> yeah, although they did find that gator in the mon. So. <gasps> 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 <laughs> oh my goodness! Oh my goodness! So you—you you mentioned that you have that uh, poinsettia. On the windowsill still that still has color mm-hmm. from last year. Are you going to add new ones to the collection this I year? I already
1: did from Janoski's added to, I just, the Prinsettia because of the pure white. I love the pure white instead of the creamy kind of yellow. And then mm. I saw a new one. Oh gosh, I don't remember what the name is. There's a new one at um, Phipps that's yellow. I mean, real yellow. If you're looking for something weird. And different, and I'll have the name in one second. It doesn't seem right for a point set. Yeah, I know, but you could say the same thing about uh, the the white one. It's called Golden Glow. Hmm. And if you go to Phipps, you'll see it. I love different stuff, but yeah, the yellow one doesn't do it for me. But I. I don't know. It's kind of cool.
2: Well, I would like to caution people, though, against buying the ones that you might see that are purple and blue or glitter all over them. They are spray painted, artificially colored with spray glue, and they're terrible, and the plant is destined for death. It might look good for a day or two, but then that's it. So uh, don't buy those plants that are spray painted, please.
1: Remember, the organic gardeners always aim to create a better place to garden
2: and a safer place to live. All
0: right, guys. Thank you.